bestie, welcome back to your Orthodox Besties podcast. We are your hosts, Miriam and Mary, and we're so glad you're here tuning into candid conversations about your burning questions. If you're new to the podcast, this is a hotline style show for youth and young adults, meaning you write in your questions and we discuss them here in a short, sweet, and significant dialogue. Through our faith, experience, and knowledge, we hope to challenge your thoughts, encourage you to better understand yourself, and help you see the value you bring to this world as Christ intended. Please remember that every situation is unique to its circumstances, and our answers are not meant to be prescriptive in any way. And with that in mind, let's dive in to today's question. All right, today's question What are some signs you're ready for your relationship to be over? And how can you let your partner down gently? Okay, so this is a bit of a tough one to answer generally, right? Because every relationship is so different. And I think if you're talking to someone that you trust about this, you'll be able to explore some of those reasons a little bit more specifically, which is helpful. But I mean, I think we can try to address this generally in the sense that I'm a big fan of going with your gut. Like sometimes there's just something inside you that just feels unsettled. You know, even when things seem to look really good from the outside and all your friends are like, oh my gosh, he's such a great guy or she's such a great girl and this is such a good fit and you just feel unsettled. Like that is probably the best advice I've ever gotten when when I've been in this situation. It was like really sit down with yourself and and go with your gut. I call that the ick feeling. If you have that like ick feeling, like something's just not right. Something's not sitting right with you. You can't pinpoint it. You don't know why, but something's not sitting right. And especially if you have been praying about this and you've been praying about the relationship and you've been seeking the guidance of God and asking him to like open your eyes or give you some sort of indication or to reveal the truth, whatever it might be that you've been praying for in the relationship and you're still having that ick feeling, I think you need to go with that in my Yeah, and even including that in your prayer, like if this isn't what's right for me, you know, if this is not the right person for me, show me that and make it clear that this is not the relationship that I'm supposed to be in. So I think starting with including God in the decision is step one. Of course. But I also want to take like the practical approach of it, right? So you're going to incorporate God in your decision making. You're going to check your gut, check that ick feeling. And then what are some practical things that you need to see or witness in a relationship that makes you consider or think, hey, maybe this isn't the best relationship for me to be in? Would you have anything to say about that? Like, do you have any specific things that you look for and you're like, ah, this is not for me? Mm -hmm. Or... This is not a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we spoke about this too when we were talking about some of the friendship um, topics. You know, when when do you know when it's time to sort of cut a friend even out, out of your life? And it definitely applies to relationships, which is how do you feel after you've spent time with this person? Okay, there's like something to be said for... Um, how they make you feel like do they bring out 
kind of your best qualities? Are they able to um, see the good in you and support that? Are they helping you to be a better person in everything that you're doing and vice versa. And I know that's setting the bar very high, like, and, and maybe that's unrealistic, but I do feel like when it comes to relationships, we do have to set the bar high because it's an important decision. Like who you choose to spend the rest of your life with is probably the most important decision you'll ever make. Right. And I know I'm like jumping way ahead, like into marriage, but essentially if you're in a relationship with someone, you're trying to figure out, is this the person I want to be around all the time, right? Yeah. And something that makes relationships so special and so important is your ability to be vulnerable with that person, right? So if you are trying to be vulnerable with that person and you feel like crap after being vulnerable with them or being yourself around them, Mm -hmm. then this is probably not a good relationship to be in because Mm -hmm. when you are communicating your needs or communicating your wants or communicating your fears or your anxieties and maybe they belittle them or maybe they tell you you're overthinking or maybe they tell you that this is not a real situation or this is not something to worry about putting yourself out there in that vulnerable way and being rejected or dismissed that's hard Right. And vulnerability is a sign that you can be yourself, right? Is this someone that you have to put on a show for because you don't want them to think anything negative about you? Can you be silly around them? Like, can you make a mistake? Can you say something stupid, right? And not feel judged or or not feel like you're, um, you know, not accepted because you're not perfect, you know? Yeah, of course. So then that's one thing that would, for me, be a sign that like, hey, maybe this is not the relationship for me. Like if I can't be fully myself or fully vulnerable around my partner or my significant other, then what am I doing? Yeah. I think another sign to look for is the people around you and the people who are closest to you. And not I'm not just saying take everybody's opinion and ask, you know, for everyone's input. But if the people really close to you are starting to make comments like, you don't seem like yourself, or it seems like you've changed a lot since you've been in this relationship. And these are people who know you well and who have your best interests at heart. That is definitely a sign that you might need to think about whether this is the right place for you. Because if you're feeling like you have to change yourself in order to be with this person, then there's something that's not sitting right there. Yeah, if you're losing yourself in the relationship. Mm -hmm. I always say that like you're losing yourself in your relationship. You're not prioritizing yourself anymore. You're not doing the things that you enjoy anymore. You've changed kind of like your habits and your go-to activities just so that you could please the person that you're with. You're losing yourself in that relationship. And once you lose yourself in a relationship, it's very hard to actually genuinely be happy Mm -hmm. in a relationship, in my opinion. Yeah, because, and I know we've spoken about this a lot, you know, that the healthiest relationships are when two whole people come together to explore the potential of what that looks like. But if one or both people are entering into a relationship thinking that the other person is going to fill this void in them or if they're, you know, incredibly lonely or sad or, or hurting or in pain over things that they've maybe gone through in their past and they're expecting their partner to fix that for them or to fill that for them, that makes 
it very difficult to have a healthy relationship and that can really turn into something toxic very quickly. So I think it's important to evaluate the psychological stability of both both of you whenever when you're deciding you know whether this is something you should stay in yeah and if you're both compatible in that department right like yes we all come into a relationship with our own situations and our own baggage if you want to say that um but can they handle my baggage and can i handle their baggage or can i handle their psychological impacts or their situations and can they handle mine Mm -hmm. and it's okay to say that you can't or it's okay to say like you know what, it's actually a little too much for me and I don't think I'm the best fit for that or I don't think I'm equipped to deal with these things Mm -hmm. that you bring into a relationship and that's okay. I think being in a relationship is trying to figure out if your complexities are compatible, if that makes sense, right? Like what Mm -hmm. you were saying around um, everyone coming into a relationship with baggage. You know, I I don't love the term baggage because it, it, it sounds negative. It sounds like, oh, we're all coming in with like things that we're putting on someone else to fix. That's not, you know, how I see it. I think it's more, we're all broken. Like as human beings, we are all broken. We have all... Uh, been through various things in our life that make us who we are, right? And relationships are one of those things. And when you go into a relationship, you are sharing all of that with someone else and trying to figure out if they are able to accept you the way that you are and if they're able to understand you and communicate with you in a way that works for both people. Yeah, of course. And I think when you're thinking about ending a relationship and determining all these things, you also need to think of like just the basics. Like, do you still want to hang out with them? Like, are you still enjoying your time with them? Mm -hmm. Or are you bored, for example? Or are you not curious about them anymore? Or do you not really want to get to know them anymore? Or it's just, you're not feeling it, right? Like, I don't know. I think in a relationship, you should be excited to see the person and excited to spend time with them. Of course, there will be some lulls. Of course, there will be some low points and arguments and whatever, but you still genuinely want to be with them. Yeah, I also think that while, of course, being excited to see them and and, and wanting to spend time with them is important, I think one of the key markers that this is probably something that is good to stay in is like, are you both comfortable with silence at the same time? Like, is there a comfort level there when you're just around one another where you don't really have to be talking and entertaining one another all oh, the time? Oh, of course, right? of course. But are you getting irritated by their existence, right? Like, it's just... <laughs> yeah, if you're irritated by their existence, please leave them. That is the most direct Yeah, like one... I don't know, like once you start not having those kind of emotions for someone anymore, the simplest things can begin to irritate you. It's like, why are you chewing that way? Like just if you're leaving an interaction feeling that way about your partner or that significant other, like just walk away. I don't know. I think like just simple things like that, if you're irritated by their existence, as rude as that sounds, or like just irritated by them or their choices or things that didn't used to irritate you before is now like being extra highlighted and you're like whoa where did this come from sometimes I do think those irritations might be coming from something a little bit deeper like sometimes you'll get irritated at something superficial like 
the examples you were giving where it's just, oh, I'm so annoyed with the way he chews or the way he walks or the way he dresses. And it's something very, it's seemingly superficial, but maybe there's something underlying that that needs to be discussed. So I'm not necessarily in agreement with like, if, if, if you're irritated by something about this person that it's a sign you should leave, but it's actually a sign that a conversation needs to happen. And the way that you communicate with someone, I think is one of the biggest indicators of whether or not this is a healthy relationship or one that you should leave. Like if you're identifying a problem and the other person is avoidant or dismissive or just defensive like, or defensive, like, I don't know what you're talking about. And that's a pattern. I think that is a pretty clear sign that they might not be ready for the, for being in any relationship let alone one with you I think that's a sign that you might need to consider ending it of course the way the person responds to you is so important and that's why we said at the beginning like if you're going with your vulnerabilities and your insecurities to this person and they're not responding the way that you kind of need or the, responding in a loving manner then that could also be an indication that like things need to end. And we've said that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you've identified a few of these indicators in your relationship and you're thinking, okay, it's time to walk away. I don't want to hurt this person, obviously, because regardless of what the circumstances are, emotions are invested. How do you let them down gently? Honesty. So I think going and approaching that person with honesty and transparency and love is the best way of approaching it. So I really like you. I loved getting to know you. It's been a pleasure, but I don't think we have the same outlook or I don't think we want the same things or I don't think we're compatible for long term. Mm -hmm. And if they ask for reasoning and they need that closure, I think you can provide it to them. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't think you need to be like, well, you're this and you're this and you're this and you're this. That's not a loving way of doing it because the things that they bring into a relationship and the way that they are, it might be because they're not ready for a relationship. It might be because they're in, like unequipped for it, whatever it might be. And just hounding them about it is not going to change that. Exactly. Like if you're going into this conversation ready to attack, it's definitely not going to go well. And it's probably going to be prolonged. And you definitely do not want that when you're trying to end something. That being said, I feel like you need to give that person an opportunity to think things through. So, and, and, you know, we might have differing opinions on this, but sometimes it needs more than one conversation. Like I'm a very big proponent of that because if you, especially if you've been with this person for a long time, you know, dropping this bomb on them to be like, listen, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to continue. That's a really tough thing to hear if the other person doesn't see it coming. Like it's one thing to have arguments or to have fights or whatever. Like that's normal. Every relationship has that. But to have the person that you love come to you and say, hey, I'm actually done. Like I'm out. And to just walk away, it's hard for the person who is being let go of, right? Of course. So I think having maybe like a two-part conversation, still laying all the cards out on the table. And I agree with what you're saying. Like, you know, even in, in 
work or in school or whatever, there's that whole rule of like, you should always say three positive things to one negative and like three no, stars and one wish. Exactly. <laughs> right. So like, in a, but in a, in a genuine way, don't like just make good stuff up. If there's nothing good to say, well, if there's nothing good to say, then it should make the breakup <laughs> easier. Right. But, um, but no, just saying like, you know, when we first got together, these were all the things that really brought me closer to you. And I really loved this about you and that about you. And those things are still there, but I have this concern, like we are not communicating well with each other or we are fighting so much or I don't feel heard or I don't feel understood. And I think that's the other key is like making sure that you're speaking about how you feel as opposed to attacking the other person for what they should or shouldn't be doing. Or just how the relationship dynamics are going as opposed to like attacking that person. So like, I don't think we're compatible in this. I don't think we have the same goals in this. I don't think we see eye to eye about this, right? And that makes it very difficult to see a future together, right? So if you're saying that in that conversation of the breakup and letting them down easily, then it's not so much about them and what they're flawed about, but it's more about like how this relationship doesn't really have a future. Right which is very tough to hear. Like if you're trying to let someone down gently and they've envisioned a future with you, of course, that's that's going to be hard. And just the fact, you know, for the person asking this question, just the fact that you're obviously still caring a lot about how this person's going to react to your attempt at breaking up, it's an indication of love in and of itself. And that's, that's good. You should go into that conversation with love. And I think when you speak from your perspective, right, when you're saying like, this is how I feel, not you made me feel this way, or it's your fault that our relationship dynamics are going in this direction, that leads to a very different conversation. It leads to food for thought, right? Yeah. And and I think that the best way to do that after sitting down with someone and saying, you know, for these reasons, I really don't think that we should continue And I want you to think about what we've talked about and let's talk again in a couple of days or in a week, you know, if they want, if they want for sure. But I think the opportunity should be presented so that it's not a bomb that's dropped. And then the person who is being broken up with now is like left trying to figure out what to do or how to get closure on this. Or like, I had questions I wanted to think about. I wanted to ask about this and that. And then they're trying to chase you, but you've broken up with them. And then it becomes this really messy situation. I think it's because we're constantly looking for closure after a breakup though. And sometimes that closure is just not going to come to be honest. Like that's in my opinion, I don't think closure can always be provided after a breakup, especially when someone has decided they no longer want to put effort into that relationship. Right. But if you're the person who is ending the relationship and you're trying to let someone down gently, then I think the best thing to do is try your best to provide them with that closure because you have to think of it. You can only see it from your perspective, right? If you're going into a conversation, knowing that you're going to break up with someone, you to some degree already kind of have a bit of that closure because you've been thinking about it, right? You, yep. You've gone through the list of why is this not working and why should we end this relationship? But for them, they're like, what just happened? I know we've been fighting. I know things aren't going the greatest, but like, I'm not ready to walk away from this. Hold or on. maybe it was going just fine. And there was no indication that a breakup was happening or that things were rocky. 
It's just the person realized, hey, I actually don't think we're that compatible. And that's even more of a shocker. But all I'm saying is closure sometimes cannot be fully given. So how many opportunities do you provide to have that conversation? How many times do you let that person keep coming back yes. and like talking to you? Oh, I agree with you 100%. I am not suggesting that it's like a multiple, like you're going to you're gonna talk daily for the next week to try to hash things out. But I think creating some structure and some boundaries to that to say, listen, I know I'm dropping this bomb on you and I want you to have some time to process it. And I think if you want to discuss it again in like a couple of days or in a week from now, just in case you have questions or if you want to get closure, I want this to end in a way that makes it possible for us both to move on not like and and if the person is just like constantly texting you and messaging you and like it's happening they're not respecting your boundaries that's a very different situation for sure so say like I'm gonna give us a week if you want to talk again in a week I'm here and I'm ready to listen or I'm ready to answer any questions that you have but just make sure that you set those boundaries as you're breaking up. So the fact that you care so much about this person and that you want to let them down easy means that you genuinely care. So do it with kindness. Do it with love. Thanks again for tuning in today. Just a reminder that if anything we've said resonated with you, be sure to take a moment to reflect and pray. If you need more guidance or support, please seek out a trusted friend, family member, mentor, or mental health professional. None of the views expressed during this recording are the official stance of the Orthodox Church. And on that note, we're your hosts, Miriam and Mary, and it was so great catching up with you today. Till next time, love you, bestie.